0: Welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. We are starting a new series, and I love our new look. Uh, with the stage, with the whole design. And and we did this for our online campus because we really believe we have an online campus and we want everyone to know that you are part of our church no matter where you're at. You are part of River Valley and we count you as one of our campuses. Of course, two-thirds of our church is now watching online. But week by week, more and more people are coming back live. And uh, as you're comfortable, as you're able to, Take advantage of all that we have to offer. I, I will say, I thought this was funny. Uh, there's a, a family in California that's been watching for a while now, and this family in California said, We're in, we're in, River Valley, we're in. This is our church. We're, we're, you have a, a campus in our living room in California. I said, I will be there in February. So that's how I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. So, but wherever you're at, we're glad. And in this new series, I wanna let you know everyone can join, whether you're around the world or uh, local. This series is, is called uh, Hold Nothing Back, and, and we're going on with the theme that we started the beginning of the year with. And this series here has a life group with it for six weeks, and it's not too late to start. You can either start a group or join a group right now this weekend. So don't miss it. This is something for us to bring community. The whole church is doing this. We have videos with it, additional teaching. There's sermons each week. And uh, we're going to talk about surrender, gratitude, prayer, forgiveness, obedience, generosity. One of them each week. Life group will be additional teaching uh, in depth. And so it's something that you want to be a part of. Now today, we're talking about surrender. And I feel like, uh, you know, you make a theme for the year. You're like, hold nothing back. And I feel like, like 2020 is like, hold nothing back. Give me everything you have. Surrender. Like that's that's literally like. I just feel like, oh my good. It feels like a gladiator movie. Like unleash everything, you know. Pillage the village. That's what it feels like. Like and and I wrote down in my notes like 2020 is not over. And then I wrote, is that a good thing? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, we are, we are in a crazy year, and, and we're going to still stick with the theme. I believe it. Hold nothing back, and God wants us to surrender. Can I just, just before we go too deep in this, last week something resonated that I shared. I shared about, like, 5 to 10% sadness every day, and, 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 and having to fight that. And my diaphragm just feeling, like, upside down, and the tension... I got texts and emails and things. People, people in the lobby crying like, I feel normal. I didn't know. Like, if that was for anybody, it was for me. We're all in this together. We are all in this together. And I think by being in our life group, something's going to happen with us being together, sharing stories, and being in this together. So uh, you're not crazy. You're normal. We're all going through these things. Now, um, with this, uh, you know, hold nothing back, I just want to say in 2020, like, It hasn't been as bad as, you know, projections. And I'm not trying to be political, but, I mean, if you remember the pictures coming out of New York City and out of Wuhan and 2.2 million projected deaths, and I know we're right at around 200,000 deaths and every life is precious. I just thank God that it's not been as bad. It's not been as bad. And I'm just choosing to be optimistic for the remaining months of this year. And I'm saying, God, will you do something in us different then just hold nothing back, I give, instead of like, hold nothing back, where do you wanna take us? So that's what I'm believing for. Um, We're gonna move forward in caution, not fear. And uh, that's the way I wanna approach this. So hold nothing back, surrender. At the start of the year, I've got this here, we had the Widow's Mites. And I think we have a picture of that on the screen. Um, we, we said, hold nothing back. We gave everybody two Widow's Mites, and I preached that sermon, and we had that. Those, you know, everybody like, she gave all she had. And, uh, and I still, I, I want us to be thinking about that. There's something with this theme of hold nothing back. And I do notice on the back, it says 25th anniversary celebration, August 30th. Anyways, uh, Deo Valente. All right. All um, right. But I had these coins, and I actually had another coin that was part of the year. Like, I I planned this out. Like, I had it all laid out, and and I had this coin, and I bought this coin in Jerusalem on a global team, and I I framed it in my office. I think we have a picture of it. We could show that. It's in my office. It's a frame, and it's this beautiful coin, and it comes from the story that we're going to read about here in the Bible. And I, and I just, I, it's, the, it's the coin from the time frame of when Jesus says, do you have a coin whose image is on the coin? Now this is not the actual coin that Jesus had. I mean, it could be, no, it's not. It, okay. But it's, it is, the, is a coin from the exact era with Caesar, with a picture of the ruler. I mean, right there, got it in Jerusalem, just felt that. I, I thought, this is part of the hold nothing back. And you'll understand where we're going with this. Um, In Matthew chapter 22, verse 15, it says, Then the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap him in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know that you are a man of integrity, that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used for paying the tax. They brought him a denarius. And he asked them, whose image is this and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, so give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed. So they left him and went away. Now, this is the coin that I was talking about. That was the coin in that era. That's the one that in this story. And this was a trap. It brings two groups together. And these two groups are together to come against Jesus. And if you've ever wondered, like, why does this group and this group get together? Like, it's usually because they're against something. Okay? And in the Bible times, the Pharisees and the Herodians, the Pharisees were ultra-religious, And the Herodians, you know, if you can understand, Herod was the ruler. They were ultra political and they were kind of like casual followers of God. And they were really into politics. They're very loyal to Herod. Two groups did not like each other. But because they didn't like Jesus more, they actually united against Jesus. And they go to ask him a question and the question has nothing to do, like they just want to trap him. And, you know, a good question is one that says, I want to learn something. A bad question is, I want to trap you. I want to trap you. And uh, again, our, our press should take a look at this. Like, they ask bad questions. They just want to trap people. And so they're trying to trap them. Like, do we pay or don't we pay? And they didn't like paying taxes any more than we do. Okay, nobody really enjoys like, yay, tax bill. All right. You know, I love it when people get their first check. They're like, who is FICA? Like, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like FICA. Who's FICA? You know, like Social Security. All right, yeah. But they had three taxes. They, they had the ground tax. They would give 10% of their grain or one-fifth of their um, oil and one-fifth of their wine. So that was a tax they had to do. They had their income tax, which was a whopping 1%. One per, how many want that tax rate? Like, yeah, 1%. Okay, so 1%. And then they had the poll tax. And this is what they're fighting over. The poll tax was roughly one day's wage. And they would have to give it just for being alive. Okay. And so basically one day's wage, you have to give it because you're alive. If you're a male between 14 and 65 or a female between 12 and 65, I don't know why two years earlier, but 12 and 65, 14 and 65, you had to pay this. And it's not the amount, it's the who gets the money. It's the who gets the money. See, the Pharisees are mad because they don't want to pay Herod the money. And and he's saying, because I'm in charge of you. And on the the coins, by the way, they would have titles like Lord, Savior, Son of God. Okay. So if you're a a devout follower of God and you see Lord, Savior, Son of God on the coin, that makes your blood boil a little bit. And then he says, give me a coin of payment because you live in my world. Now, if you're a religious person, you're like, no, I live in God's world. I'm not paying you any tax. You know, see, you can understand the tension and they are trying to, to do this gotcha thing because if you don't pay and then you're, you know, a rebel and if you do pay, then are you too loyal? And so they're trying to do this back and forth. And side note, can I just say this? This, this isn't the main thing of the teaching here, but I do want to say, Jesus was endorsing like, be a good citizen, be a good citizen, pay your taxes. When he said, give to Caesar, what is he? Like he's saying, like, be a good citizen, pay your taxes, work with the government. Don't be a jerk, okay? But if the government disobeys God and you have to choose between the two, you've got to go with God. But he's, he, did, he didn't say like, don't pay your taxes. Christians don't pay. Ta-. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. Instead, he, he's like, all right, do you have a coin? It's funny. Jesus doesn't even have a coin. I, I'd love it if they put that coin back up there. Um, you know, he doesn't even have a coin. He's like, oh, does anybody have a coin? Does anybody, does, who's got a coin? I have no money. Does anybody have a coin? You know, so he gets the coin and, and he's like, okay, well, whose picture is this on there? And they say, well, it's Caesar. It's Caesar's picture. And he's like, okay, because here's the logic of their day. If you're a king, you have coins. Okay, does that make sense? If you're king, you're making coins. You're letting everybody know you have a a kingdom and you're having a coin, like you know how to do things. And if the coins are in circulation and you're using my coin, that means I'm still in power. Okay, because a new king would come in, new king, new coin, and nope, we don't take those coins anymore. No good. It's because he's not in power anymore. So if you're a king, you have a coin. If you're a king, if your coins are in circulation, you're in control. And if your face is on there, it's your property. That was their logic. And so Jesus looks at it and he's like, okay, whose image? And they said, well, it's Caesar's. Right, because Caesar is king and it's in circulation because he's still in power. And because his image is on there, go ahead and give him what's his. Now, he doesn't stop there because if he stops there, the Pharisees would be mad at them and the Herodians would be celebrating. Are you tracking with me? Tracking? All right. So he goes to the next thing and he says, but give to God what is God's. And he's referring back to Genesis 1:27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And so Jesus is basically saying to them, okay, If he's king, he has coins. Oh, and by the way, the king of kings didn't make coins, he made people. And if they're still in circulation and living and breathing, he's still in control. And if he's still in control, and it's his image on you, by the way, give to him because you're his, okay? And then he, boop, drops the mic and walks off. That's, I mean, that's a mic drop right there. And he said, like, yeah, surrender the coins to the one who made the coins and surrender your life to the one that made your life. And the greatest surrender everyone could do that's listening to this right now, if you've not done this, is to give your life to Jesus Christ. Give your life to God. God made you. God made you and he's given you the ability to breathe and he's given you the ability to function and his image is on you. And, and you, you say, God, I'm not my own, and, and I'm in circulation, and, and you own me, and, and I want to give my life to you. And that's what we do, and we call it being saved. And at every one of our campuses and online, we do this, and we just determine to pretty much do it every week. I mean, if we miss a week, something went wrong, okay? We're just saying, this is the greatest thing that we can do. We're made in His image. Every person is valuable. Every life is valuable. We want everyone to hear. That's why we're so driven to share the message of Jesus Christ around the world, because because people are made in his image and we want to have them go back to the creator and so we're on mission for this and if you've never done this today could be your day to say yes to jesus today could be your day to say yes to jesus and you say jesus i give you my life and he saves you and we we pray this and many times you'll hear it said he's my lord and savior lord and savior now there's two parts to that savior he saves you and and then he becomes your lord and you're giving yourself to the one who has stamped his image on you and and you can't work your way into heaven you cannot do enough good deeds God says I forgive you by grace and I give you the the forgiveness through my son Jesus Christ and it's so amazing when people surrender their life to Jesus I pray our church never gets tired of that I pray we celebrate it and we're so filled with joy and when we clap for people getting saved don't do a golf clap okay at the end of service you know let's celebrate because this is real this is real they're made in his image now once someone has given their life to jesus christ and surrendered then and they say like you're my savior they how many know they just forget about the lord part they forget like savior i'm so saved i don't, don't want to go to hell i want to go to heaven and i know you love me and you forgave me and thank you for everything i done wrong and i don't want to feel guilty good but we push back here when it comes to the lord part because when we give back to god what is his he's saying i want it all I want it all like you're surrendering and you're giving me everything and we push back we're like oh whoa 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 you want it all and and I, I, I'm going to take the time for this and it might be a little lengthy but I'll read I read fast so uh, this book impacted my life it was called Disciple it was in 1975 by Juan Carlos Ortiz and he talks about this about surrendering everything to God and it's it just this one has impacted me so much I wanted to share it with you and um, he talks about Jesus talks about when you really find God, when you really find salvation, it's like somebody who found a pearl of great price and he sold everything to get it. Like he surrenders everything for it. And this illustration drives it home. It says, and when we find Jesus, it costs us everything. He has happiness, joy, peace, healing, security, eternity, everything. So we say, I want this pearl. How much is it? Well, the seller says, it's very expensive. But how much, we ask? Well, a very large amount. Do you think i could buy it oh of course everyone can buy it but didn't you say it was very expensive yes well how much is it everything you have says the seller we make up our minds all right i'll buy it we say well what do you have he wants to know let's write it down well i have ten thousand dollars in the bank good ten thousand dollars what else that's all the money i have you have nothing more well i have a few dollars in my pocket well how much uh, we start counting let's see 30 40 60 100 127 okay that's fine what else do you have well nothing else that's it well do you live somewhere what does he want my house he gets my house yeah he gets your house well then i'll have to live in my camper oh you have a camper oh that too oh well if I takes my camper do i have to sleep in my car oh you have a car oh yeah i have two of them oh he takes those two all right and, he's, and he goes on and on. He goes, are you alone in the world? No, I have a wife and two children. Oh, yes, they're mine too. It costs you everything. And, he, and then he says, suddenly the, seller, or the buyer says, I, I have nothing. I have, I'm left alone. And the seller says, oh, I almost forgot. You yourself too. Everything becomes mine. Everything. Money, wife, children, house, cars, and you too. And he goes, now listen. I will allow you to use all those things for the time being, but don't forget they're mine, just as you are. And whenever I need any of them, you must give them up because now I am the owner. Wow. Wow. That's surrender. And some of you are like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear salvation quite that way. I, I, I didn't quite hear it that way. And I'm sorry if you didn't you gave your life to Jesus and you said you're my Lord and my Savior I surrender to you and all that I have you you know best you made the coins you made the people like your image is on me and I give you everything and I would just say to us let's stop making excuses and rationalizing why we don't want to surrender everything to Jesus like you're my Savior but you're my Lord as well. Don't rationalize. Don't make excuses. Don't say, "Well, it's the way our culture is. I'm Italian, and we don't do that." You know, I, 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 don't make excuses. We can't rationalize. And sometimes we blame God. Well, God, you made me this way, so if I wouldn't, then I would. But I can't give you that because that's who I am. And God's like, "Give me everything. Surrender." My image is on you and your life will be better and and full if you surrender. And some of us are missing peace in our life as followers of Jesus. Now get me, understand me. We've said yes to Jesus, Savior, but then we're missing peace on our life because we're struggling and we're not surrendering. We're holding things back. And instead of living a surrendered life and saying, God, it's all yours, take everything i've got instead of singing like i surrender all we should sing i surrender some (laughs) i surrender less you know i mean i you know you're gonna find more peace you're gonna find more joy you're gonna find more fulfillment in following jesus christ he's your savior and your lord when you surrender all and you really stop making excuses you say god i surrender Gary Thomas, in his book, Seeking the Face of God, he made this statement, he said, Christian health is not defined by how happy we are, how prosperous or healthy we are, or even how many people we have led to the Lord in the past year. Christian health is ultimately defined by how sincerely we have waved our flag of surrender. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Your fulfillment. Yep. When you hold nothing back and you say, God, this, 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 eh, It's all yours. It's all yours. I hold nothing back. It requires us to humbly surrender everything and say, God, you made me for your very existence, so I will humbly follow everything you say. It's all yours, everything. And that means we surrender to his teachings. We surrender to his teachings. John 14, 15 says, if you love me, keep my commands. If you love me, Keep my commands. That's what we do. And we surrender to his teachings. It means we surrender to the things we don't understand. Love my enemies? I don't understand that one. You know, the greatest is servant? Don't understand that one. But I'm going to surrender. I'm going to do what you say. 70 times 7? Seriously? I don't don't understand that. But it's, if you're going to live a surrendered life filled with peace, it's, it's saying in every area, God, okay, even if I don't, I'm going to obey your teachings. Even if I don't understand it, I'm going to do it because you're my Lord and Savior. You may not know this about me. I've, I've talked about my journal many times, like my soap journal, scripture, observation, application. I, I write it out. Um, I, I notice almost every prayer that I write in my journal says, Lord. It's interesting it just hit me and even my uh, mission statement for my life as an adventure with the lord i exist okay the word, i could have chose all sorts of words but the word that resonates with me and if you don't know this about me the word that resonates with me I, jesus is my savior but he's my lord yeah. yep. and and i want to say yes lord and so that's the way we want to live and even when i don't understand it i say yes lord And I know you you do too. And this is a breakthrough for our church. I really believe this, that we can have a breakthrough in saying, God, I surrender. And what does that mean? I'm believing now. I'm believing this week. I'm believing in our life groups. I'm believing for all of us that we'll be able to say, I hold nothing back and I surrender. And God, I want you to search me. Now, I know even when I say that, I'm like, because oh, even when I was preparing this message, I was like, Lord, do you want my truck? And I was like, oh yeah, that's right, it's your truck. Do you want your truck? I mean, I'll give it to, you You see what I'm saying? It's like not mine. And then I'm like, okay, what, 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 do, you, what do you need? I'll give you everything. And I, 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 was, I was like, anything you want, Lord. But then all of a sudden you're kind of like, but you wouldn't take it, would you? Like, <laughs> like, right? Like, remember, like I get to use it, right? You know, but seriously, whatever he wants whatever he wants but will you allow him to search you in a hold nothing back surrendered life this week and you say god search me psalm 139 says this search me O god and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life lord if there's anything that i gotta have go like if that offends you or steals from you or takes from you or takes from my witness, if my character or my conduct, my conversation, it's, it's out of line, search me. I surrender. Yeah. I, I I surrender. And you it's yours. You can take whatever you like. And then as we do that, we'll surrender to the prompts of the Holy Spirit. And can I say this about prompts of the Holy Spirit? Please don't see them as just bad, yeah. okay? I believe there's two parts from the... Prompts from the Holy Spirit. I do believe there's hand slapping where the Lord's like, "Don't do that, don't do that." There's like a hand slap prompt, and you got to obey. Like, okay, I don't want to do that. I surrender. I'm not going to live that way anymore. But there's also a nudge thing where He's nudging you. He's like, "Will you go do that? Will you lead that?" Okay, I'll surrender. I'll lead that life group. Will you? Okay, I'll go on the global team. Will you? Will you? Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to do that. I'm going to give that up. I'm going to. I'm going to say those things. I'm going to lead. You understand? There's a stop and a go to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, and we're fully surrendered. Peace. Peace just floods over. He made the coins. You are better than the coins. Come on, turn to your neighbor, look to them right now, smile at them for just a second. They're made in God's image. They're better than coins. They're better than coins. You were made in his image. And I pray that our church will surrender. I pray that our church will surrender and we'll see people saying yes to Jesus, surrendering their, their lives. And I'm praying that as we say yes to Jesus, we would live a lifelong life of holding nothing back. Lord, I surrender. I surrender. Any continent, any lifestyle, come on. You want to take me up or down? It's your choice. You want to move me here or there? It's your choice. I'm yours. Surrendered. I'm yours. I, your image is on me and I'm yours. So, Lord, I just pray for this right now. I pray for two things. I pray for salvations to take place. And people would realize they were made in the image of God. I just had this thought right now. There are people that don't even like the way their image is. They wonder if you made a mistake. You didn't. You didn't make a mistake. Your image is all over them. And you love them and you care for them. And I pray that everyone that would ever wonder, would God love me? They would just run to you and realize they, your image is all over them. And so they would say yes to you and surrender their life. And then I pray for our church. God, help our church to not live just saved enough to get in. But Lord, I pray we'd be saved, holding nothing back, living surrendered. And we'd say, God, you move us up, down, over, around, wherever you want. You take whatever's in our, our hands, it's really yours anyways, and use it for your glory and for your honor. We live surrendered lives. We live surrendered lives holding nothing back. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.